going live. Welcome to the web cave. I'm Daniel Hummer. And I'm Bobby. What's going on, guys? Yep, here with my boy Bobbo. Uh, we got a hell of an episode for you guys. Uh, how, how, how's your week been, bro? I mean, it just started, but how was your weekend? This is all right. Chilling out, watching some movies. Fuck yeah. Always mm-hmm. a fun way to live. I know how it'd be, for sure. We got a big Definitely. one tonight, Bobby. We do. Not really a big one, but a big topic. Uh, oh, yeah. Huge fucking topic. We ranked the Batman last week. Uh, today we ranked the Spider-Man. Uh, all three of them. <laughs> all three live-action Spider-Man. All whole three live-actions. All fucking three of them. We got Toby, Tom, and Andrew. And uh, we will get to all that. First, we got a uh, good amount of news, good amount of uh, like comic book news to get into. Oh, uh, there's been a lot of shit dropping lately. It sure has been. So uh, let's get into all that first, and then we'll uh, then we'll rank the spider better. All right. Let's talk about the Thor trailer first. Uh, Thor: Love and Thor. Thunder. Uh, the second trailer dropped. We got our first look at Gore the 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 God Butcher, Christian Bale. Uh, you have a lot of thoughts on this, so I'm just going to let you go off. What did you think of the Thor trailer, Bobby? I think that the trailer looks promising. I'm not really in in alignment with the whole two, having two Thors at one time. We just had three Spider-Men at one time, and I immediately need to go and do two Thors. The Gore the God Butcher, to me, I think Christian Bale's going to nail the performance of the character out of the park, but on a physical aspect, he's definitely comically incorrect. He doesn't have, like, those tentacle things that's coming off him. And, like, he has a human face, and Gore doesn't have a human face. Yeah. I mean... Other yeah, than that, I mean, he looks like he possesses a lot of the powers. He has the Necrosword. It looks like it's the Necrosword, and if it is, that's a whole huge other problem for the MCU. Because that confirms that um, the, the symbiote god is null, and he exists in the universe, because that's his sword. Yeah. No, I, and I agree with you, because it, it looks like, like if I didn't know who was in the movie and I watched the trailer, I'd be like, oh, that's Christian Bale. It looks exactly like fucking Christian Bale's face. Exactly. Like, you, when you look at Gore the God Butcher, you should not be able to tell just who the actor it is that's playing him. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with that. I, I think it looks interesting, and like like you said, I think he's going to nail this. I, I think just by the look I think of it, the, the persona of the character and, like, what he has to do, yeah, actually, Christian Bale's going to nail it. Yeah. They just dropped the ball a little bit in comic accuracy and in just terms of physical appearance of the character. Yeah, the look, and the look sometimes the most important. So, you know, hopefully he does nail it because, and, like, why take away the tentacles and shit? Like, that doesn't even make sense to me because Gore looks pretty badass. That's a badass design. He is, dude. He's definitely supposed to be this menacing-looking dude, but does he just look like a a dude that's painted? He's got body paint on 
No, I'd agree with you. I we'll guess see, we'll though. See yeah, we'll see. Uh, do we have any strong feelings about uh, Natalie Portman kind of taking her place as another Thor? Or? I'm confused a little bit on how I hope they explain it in the movie. The fact that the hammer got put back together and she's the one who's using it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't fucking understand. I don't really. I really, I don't know. I I don't think that's that's. I think I understand that Hemsworth himself doesn't really want to do it anymore. So that's why they're kind of transitioning to more of a female, a female role. Or it's what it seems like. I mean, it seems like a lot of them are getting gender swapped with the new Hawkeye. That's what they're I doing. Mean, like because Hulk, he's Professor Hulk, so he's fucking halfway useless now. This is what I made him seem in Endgame. I'm very upset that that movie ruined the whole. Yeah, I know you weren't a fan of that. Uh, yeah, but, I like, mean, that's ruined, like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I guess we'll see with the future of the MCU. I mean, you can't really count them out yet because all they've had is hits, so. There's a couple but, scenes, though, that, I mean, I have seen from the trailer themselves that are copy and pasted right from Man of Steel. Is that right? It was Man of Steel. Yeah, Buff and Thunder seems like to the scene of Thor with the chains dragging that spaceship through the fucking. All they did do was they fucking swapped it out and put fucking Thor in that thing, and they switched out the ship that Superman was dragging and turned it into a spaceship. Yeah. And then changed the color of the of the, of the environment. Then the other one, when fucking when Gore was hit the sword into the moon and it was being consumed all blue, like that looked like when Darkseid smashed the Earth. You're right. It's over the world. And it's not a You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, like I yeah, said, I, they just switched the colors around. But overall, and, you know, Man of Steel was a pretty big fucking movie, and I feel like a lot of shit kind of borrows from that. I, think, I, don't, I don't think of it as stealing as much. I feel as like they did that for a reason, because there's always that animosity between Thor versus Superman, between comic book people. Yeah. It's always but, I mean, a crossover fight they always bring up. Spider-Man's... Or, not Spider-Man. Superman's still whooping that ass. I don't care if you got a Thor yeah, hammer. Yeah, you can definitely you that in the future, but I definitely agree with you that Superman would lose that fight. Uh, well, and I think the the trailer looks all right. I, I, I'm going to see it. I, I, I'm excited to see it, especially as a new kind of chapter for the MCU. I think it, it could be really good. And, you know, it could suck. I think there, it could be too. I'm worried about a couple things, but I'm not I'm not overly worried. I think it'll still be an, an enjoyable MCU movie, especially after, like, Ragnarok. And, like, Thor... Yeah, Ragnarok was a good one. And I'm excited to see New Asgard. They, I, or at least if they show New Asgard, it looks like they're, they're in New Asgard. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think so. I, I, I don't know for sure, but that's... That's the direction I, I would see them going. It'd be weird if they went a different one. Yeah, right. But uh, there, another drop, another trailer dropped too, that we also have. Thought, well, a couple more trailers actually. But uh, one trailer in uh, in specific, another MCU outing. Uh, She-Hulk, Disney Plus streaming series. Uh, 
This thing's getting a lot of flack, Bobo. Uh, what do you Not think? Not a fan. I is it just the CGI, I mean, or does it just look shitty to you? It looks shitty, because it's another continuation of Professor Hulk. So Bruce is in it, but Bruce, like, he's the Hulk, but he's not the Hulk we all know. You know what I mean? He's still, he's mad cheesy, he's too PG rated, like, I don't know. Like, that should be Banner and the one in there doing all that shit, not the Hulk. I don't like how ever since Thanos came around, the Hulk just hides, and the Hulk has completely changed. They need to bring the angry green dude back. Yeah, and it just seems like it's been a while, too. Like, it just feels like it's been too long. Like, I know he was only really Professor Hulk in that one movie, but since it's been a while... Dude, he did nothing in Infinity War. He was in the first two minutes, and Thanos beat the fuck out of him, dude. And he he was too scared to come back. The Hulk was too scared to come back out. That's why they had to put him in the Hulkbuster suit. They put him in Veronica. Yeah, Thanos beat that ass. He did. Uh, he did have a, I think he had the power stone at the time, but still. Yeah, dude, yeah. he just scared the Hulk. Hulk was scared he didn't come back out. I, I, mean, I don't like how they did that. I understand, like, during that fight, the Hulk should have came back angrier and stronger the next time he seen Thanos. That yeah. just cowered away. I don't remember the Hulk ever just cowering away. I could be wrong. That could have happened, but I don't remember it. Yeah, he gets uh he gets scared a lot. Well, he doesn't get scared a lot. He he doesn't like that that shit really doesn't happen that much. I mean, I I'm pretty sure it probably has. I mean, they've been around since the fucking It has. Season. I've I'm seen sure there was a comic or a thing once where the thing punched the Hulk so hard once he instantly turned back to Banner. Yeah, so he has gotten whooped a couple times and but it's still weird seeing it in the movie and this whole She-Hulk thing, like, I don't even know what she's going to do. Like, it just, like, based off the trailer, it's like, oh, she's, no. she's kind of like a party girl, like a young socialite. Like, she's a lawyer. Yeah, I, I don't know. Really, yeah. I know that the one girl that hosts that one game show for, with the Impractical Jokers, um, Camila. Yeah, oh, I don't remember her last name, but she's the villain in the show. And, like, I don't really, I don't know. That show doesn't look... I wasn't really that excited to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I watched it and I did actually enjoy it. I am not interested to watch Sea Hulk, but I still will, and I I don't feel like I'm going to enjoy it at all. I mean, I'm sure like if she hawks out at some point, or like I also feel like her inclusion to the continuity isn't going to be all all in all that important. So I just feel like this is just a waste of time and something. They're just releasing to hold this over until something cool comes up. You might very well be right. I mean, that's not a bad take. You you might be right. I, I'm going to check it out as well. Because I, 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 I like She-Hulk as a character. I've read a little She-Hulk. I think she's an interesting, uh, fun, fun... She's you know, all right, kid. dude, but to bring her in her own solo <laughs> show and to bring her in at an Avenger-level thing now, I don't... I, no. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I don't need her... I'd rather see a Hulk movie again. Maybe not Mark Ruffalo. I wish they would have make a Ruffalo Hulk movie. Like, before the Thanos thing. Like, Ruffalo Hulk from the first Avengers movie. Like, Puny Human. Yeah. In the fucking... In, like, Age of Ultron. Like, that Hulk... That that Ruffalo Hulk? I want a Hulk movie from that Hulk. I don't want, a, I don't want one now. 
No, definitely not now. But Ruffalo did kill it when he first came out as the Hulk. We can't forget he about did. that. He did. Like, Norton's, Norton's Hulk was technically supposed to be the Hulk in the MCU. I wish they would have kept it because Norton did play a good Hulk. He wasn't so good as Bruce Banner, but his Hulk was baller, dude. I always wonder what ever happened. Because, like, yeah, from my recollection, I think it was because of the, the just the, um, just contract negotiations, and a lot of people don't like Edward Norton, so that's why they switched it. Yeah, I heard it was creative shit, too. Like, he wanted the movie to be in, like, his vision. Like, he, he had a lot of different Yeah, ideas. Edward Norton, from what I hear, is kind of a, he's kind yeah. of a behind-the-scenes issue. Yeah, he's a diva. But, so, so... I guess that's something we can fucking wait for. Uh, She-Hulk will be coming out. Do we have a release date? I'm, I'm not sure on this. I think it's August. It is August. Unless, like, with the whole horrible CGI thing where she looks like a live-action Fiona from Shrek, like, if they actually listen to that and they re- redo her a little bit, and they might, I, I, they should. If they want yeah. this to actually be a contender or something to actually be watched, they should definitely delay it a few months, six months, and refix the CGI on She-Hulk. Yeah, they need to pull a Sonic and listen to the fans on this one. Like, she, dude, it's She-Hulk. She's still kind of big, dude. Like, she looks like a tennis player. Just, she just looks like a green tennis player. She looks like <laughs> Venus Williams, bro, painted. She just looks like a shitty version of Gamora. That's what, like, when I was listening, I, I was like, is this exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy? Like... It's like Gamora gained 50 pounds, dude. That's all it really is. It's like, what the fuck's happening here? Exactly. Uh, now, let's give Marvel a little bit of a break here and let's shit on some DC. Even though you said this doesn't look that bad, but I I, I very much disagree. Uh, CW For the dumpster show, fire, yeah. I'll, I'll save it. <laughs> for the new CW show, uh, CW's getting another crack at a DC show. So help me God, I don't know why, but... For some stupid fucking reason. And their new show is Gotham Knights. Not the new video game that's coming out where Batman dies and you get to play as Nightwing and Red Hood and all that cool shit. But a a TV show... Batgirl. Batgirl, Robin, yep. Uh, Instead, it's a TV show where Batman dies and you then follow his adopted son. I believe the young man's name is Tanner. Uh, never read a comic book with him, never seen anything because he doesn't fucking exist. They made him for the show. Uh, and then you have the all-star cast of uh, Carrie Kelly, the Robin that's only in The Dark Knight Returns and in that continuity. Uh, so yeah. she's like, there's like 15 minutes of fucking Carrie Kelly, like like to go off of. There's there's nothing. There's fucking Dark Knight Returns shit. That, that, that's about it. And then you got... Uh, you got Duella Dent, the Joker's daughter, who I actually do enjoy the character, but uh, to be honest, she is a C-lister. She's not actually the Joker's daughter, spoiler alert for anybody that's keeping score at home. But she, she's... I mean, her last she's, name's Dent. Yes. They say she's Harvey's daughter. <laughs> she says she's everybody's daughter. My favorite version of her is in the New 52, where uh, this is after the death in the family and after he rips his face off. She's actually like a sewer dweller that finds his face. And then she gets obsessed with him and always wears the face and shit. I find that cool, but they're not doing that in the show because it's a good idea. So they're not going to do it. Uh, 
This thing just looks like a yeah. fucking piece of shit, Bobby. A fucking it does. Stephanie Brown's in it. The other female Robin that lasted a little bit, and I like Stephanie Brown, but like, there's no one really to anchor this thing. They got the guy. No, there's from, no Dicky. There's no Dicky. No one like it's a based on the Bat Family, or so to speak. But the fucking Bat Family's not in it. <laughs> fucking, and I, I'm know. Dead. I agree with you. It's it just like, that's why, like the the dumpster fire that they presented to us, it looks gritty enough to be somewhat of an entertaining show, given its horrible inaccuracy. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all, you know what yeah. I mean? Like no, if I, people know nothing about comics and they watch the show, I feel like they're gonna enjoy it. But the people yeah. who do know no shit about comics, they're not going to enjoy it at all. They're going to be the first people that completely shit all over it. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I just, I don't like, it's just, it looks kind of, like, it looks gritty, it does, but it also looks a little dated. It looks like, I don't know, it just, I, I don't mind the darkness. I can do dark. I'm a DC fan. I love dark. But, like, this is, this is just looks stupid to me. And it just. It does. I, I agree. I, none of it makes sense. The only part I like is the guy from Supernatural. I forgot the actor, but him, him being Harvey Dent, that seems like an all right casting, and I think he might do a pretty good job. He seems okay, but yeah. besides that, it's like, and why kill Bat? Like Batman was never even really introduced in the CW, and is it in the fucking Arrowverse? I don't even know. I didn't. I don't think Batman was ever mentioned in the Arrowverse. Like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, they used mainly they used Oliver as the Batman, basically of the universe. There's a Batwoman, so they do talk about him because they're because you got Batwoman in there, even though That's that show will be over now too. But it's like, is this show in the Arrowverse? I have no fucking clue. I don't even know if they do. I don't. I never watched the last two seasons, so I don't know. But I got up to six, I think. Just if I could tell, if I worked at DC, it's like, dude, just fucking pulse the CW's rights immediately. Smallville and Arrow I know. are great fundamental shows, but after that, fucking. Just That's why with that David Zaslav dude, where he said he wants to scrap all current projects and just restart with the Henry Cavill as a focal point of a new shared universe. Like, that's the most brilliant thing I've heard come from a DC studio in the longest time. It's absolutely the way to go. Absolutely the way to go. And I don't see another way to go. No, like, it, it, that's our Superman. They're, like, that dude is born to play Superman. He played the role perfect, even if Spider did make him evil. A lot of people didn't like that, but it's not, it's not an incorrect Superman. And it's not Cavill's fault. And also, like, and I don't want to make no, this... No, and he fucking uh, killed it, dude. No, and, and, like, I think Cavill definitely has, like, a like a hope and like a, a a jolly, like good Superman in him too. We already saw kind of sparks of it in the Snyder Cut and stuff. So I think yeah. if you like tell him, oh, go be happy, you're not dark anymore, I think he'll still knock it out of the fucking park. I think he can smile yeah. and tell kids to, you know, eat their vitamins and drink their milk and shit and still be like this beacon of hope. I think he'd be fine at that. I don't think he needs to be yeah, he looks he looks like the best Superman too when you put him in the suit. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> one more piece of news before we get into the meat and potatoes here, because we're here to talk about Spider Man. Uh, Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle, the, that new movie's coming out, and we got a first look at the costume. We can talk about this briefly. Uh, when you talk about comic accurate, that looks pretty fucking comic comic accurate, Bobby. 
It does. Spot on. I, I think Almost it's identical. Be, I have, out of all the projects they have coming out, I have a lot of hope for that one. So I hope I'm interested to see how they use the Scarab in that movie. And yeah. the gadgets and shit that come out of Beatles, too. I'm interested how they make that happen. He's a but, really so interesting as it looks, As the physical appearance, they've, they've nailed it. There's they nailed it. really nothing so. to complain about. Now all they got to do is get a good movie out of it. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Let's uh, let's get into the main fucking entree here. We are here to rank right. the Spider-Man. Uh, there's three, three, three men in contention here. We have Tobey Maguire, otherwise known as the OG. We have the middle child, Andrew Garfield. And we have the, you know, the youngest and maybe the, some people say the greatest. Let's see what we think. Uh, Tom Holland. So th- those are the three. Yep. Before we get into those, though, Bobby, uh, I do know you have a couple shout-outs to give. So I'm going to give you the floor. I do. I do. I have three shout-outs. I originally had two, but I do want to give three. Um, the first one is Christopher Daniel Barnes. He was the 90s cartoon voice actor from The Amazing Spider-Man all the way back in the day. The OG cartoon that most generations of people grew up on. And I also want to give, because it's personally one of my favorite Spider-Man works, I want to give a shout-out to Drake Bell for voicing Peter Parker in the Ultimate Spider-Man series in 2012. But fuck Drake Bell because of his criminal charges at the same time. He had a good <laughs> cartoon. Drake Bell's a weird motherfucker now, but... He did do a good yeah, job. Yeah, <laughs> that was a fantastic cartoon. I enjoyed every every single episode of that entire cartoon. But I also want to give another shout out to Yuri Lowenthal. I, I, I might have butchered that name, but he is the Marvel's PS4 Peter Parker, also the Peter Parker in the Miles Morales and the upcoming Marvel Spider-Man 2, where you get to play as both Peter, Miles Morales, and I believe you can play as Venom as well, who's also the main villain. And that's the new one, right? Yep, that one has not come out yet. That should be coming out. I believe it comes out sometime in 2023 on the PS5 only. Yeah, oh yeah. Rub that one in, why don't you? Papa might be getting the fucking PS5 for that one. Dude, that game is going to be stellar, dude. I I am so excited for that. And that and the Wolverine game that's coming out for PS5. They both look so good. Very excited for that. Yeah. Uh... I, I can't wait for either of those either. Uh, yeah, so so respect to all those gentlemen because even though we're here to talk about live-action Spider-Man, when you're talking about contributions to the character and the mythos and not just comics, you know, because Stan Lee obviously deserves a lot of the credit and hurts he a lot of those uh, But, you know, these, these guys help bring this thing to life. Even in an animated or a video game, a lot of people, there's a lot of young kids whose first interaction, Spider-Man was through that PS4 game, probably. Yeah, little kids. Are a lot of the newer kids, definitely. Yeah, and yeah, the a older lot of people kid, who just, like, discovered Spider-Man. But the older all kid, in all, the even 90s if you've watched it since the 90s, that it's, it's a fantastic game. It hits all the villains. But like, in the first game alone, you've got Kingpin, you've got, I'm pretty sure you get Vulture, Doc Ock. And Electro. Yeah. This was in the first game. And then in the Miles one, you get him in the Prowler. Oh, Mr. Negative, I believe, is in the first game, too. I think you're right. 
But uh, it's a great game. Yeah, a- absolutely. And uh, the cartoons are amazing as well. And a lot of kids grew up with that, and that was their first introduction to Spider-Man. So uh, definitely yeah. uh, high praise for all those gentlemen. But now to kind of talk about. Instead of like going through each one, I figured we kind of just get like because there's only three of them, we just kind of go in as more of a conversation. Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the OG first. Toby was the fucking man, dude, and I, I'm interested 100%. in where you put him. I know your feelings on him, but uh, a couple of a couple of big things here for me. Because going back and, and watching these, and so I, I saw all these when I was a kid, but Tobey Maguire, he just has this innocence that even though he even seemed, to me, he seemed a little old now to be Peter Parker. I, I don't know how old he was when he first took the roles, so I might be completely wrong on that, but he didn't seem like a 17 The first movie was 2002, so. Yeah. Yeah, He's definitely getting old up there now, but, uh, he he was so, like he had this innocence and this youth that like you you believed that he was this high school kid even if he was older I, I, it didn't matter because like he just he seemed like this uh, he he had this spirit about him and he was so good as Peter yep. Parker even in the well except for the third one where he's fucking he started started to listen to My Chemical Romance and. Uh, Painting his nails and shit. That was just horrible directions. That wasn't his fault. That was just, he yeah. was told to do that, so he had to do it. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I'm just fucking up with you. But like that that emotional journey he went on in that first movie, uh, with, with the whole Uncle Ben shit, and uh, you know everything with James Franco and his dad and the Green Goblin, and that's one like, of the things I like about the McGuire movies the best. They're the only ones that show Uncle Ben. No other one has shown Uncle Ben. Garfield didn't have an Uncle Ben, and Holland did not have an Uncle Ben either. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, in this one, uh, Uncle Ben got, you know, fucked up, and it was his fault. I mean, not, like, really, but, like, like if he wouldn't have let that guy go. Like, I just love how they play on to that, and then he kind of takes this, like, he, he takes this kind of, like, guilt whether it's deserved or not, he takes that guilt in his heart, and you know it really it drives him and, and it bothers him. So uh, right. I enjoy that. I thought they did the character really. I thought the best thing about McGuire's Spider-Man was that it felt like it was completely about him. Uh, like in the other movies, I feel like Holland, and this isn't really a knock because those are really good too. But Holland, it feels like more about all the other shit around him. Like, oh, Tony's his fucking mentor, and he's got to deal with the vulture. And, uh, you know, now he's, like, hanging out with the Avengers and shit. And fucking, and yeah. he's fighting the Avengers in Civil War. Like, it just felt like, because he's in a universe, he's doing a lot more. Where these three movies, we really get to focus on Peter as a character. And I think they do that well with Toby. I agree. Um... Yeah, dude. I personally, I for like for my ranking from worst to best, I have Tobey Maguire as my number one favorite. Oh, he he's um, numero uno. He's he's yeah, he's number one for me. He's the one that people grew up with. You know what I mean? Like most people had the '90s cartoon, and then a lot of people seen Maguire's Spider-Man was the first people, the one that people seen. Like a lot of people, like Michael Keaton's Batman, did a lot of people. 
And Tommy McGuire is that same effect about Michael Keaton, you know what I mean? He's yeah. a, like he's the original Spidey. He's like, like yeah, he's the original Spidey. He's the, in my opinion, he's a pioneer for the MCU and the Marvel movies as a whole. I don't think if his oh, movies yeah. did so successful yeah. that they even would have bothered making other Marvel movies. Well, and even like you can even like say that he kind of like saved the superhero genre in a way because like after he Batman did. and Robin, people were afraid to even touch that shit anymore. They were. <laughs> like, didn't Ben Affleck's Daredevil come out before that? I, I think Affleck's Daredevil was either like right before this or like a, a year after. It might have been all three. Uh, I think it'll look up. Okay. On. But I, I all right, know. yeah. Because that movie was horrendous too. But I agree. Like the very first Toby movie, like Henry William Defoe, that's a that's a, that's still a masterpiece comic book movie. But in the box office wise, no, not so much. But it's like in the in the hearts of the fans, like that's you know what I mean. That's a masterpiece movie, dude. It still made some money. Like it still did well for. He did. A lot of people and like it. Toby Maguire, he, like he's like I said, he's the only one to have an Uncle Ben in the movie, which is which is a cool aspect. His chemistry with William Defoe, dude, is is ridiculous, and I'm glad they came back with it a little bit in No Way Home. But he came back with the same vengeance that he had for his Peter for Holland. Yeah, that was great. And He's also, this, I believe, in my opinion, the second actor to have a comic book movie trilogy. In the first one being Christopher Reeves. I believe yeah. McGuire is the second one. Because Keaton yeah, didn't get a trilogy. He did too. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, McGuire led three. I don't know who... Uh, Blade? Blade Trinity? I think the the, the third one came out after, but... I yeah. mean, Blade... But Blade's more of an anti-villain, not a superhero movie. But yeah, you're right, exactly. Alien's trilogy. Yeah. Uh, but Blade, yeah, that was that, nice too. Right. I forgot about Blade. Yeah. But another thing I like about Toby's Toby Spider-Man, in my opinion, he is the original way that Spider-Man was written on a piece of paper. I know everybody dates back in the day to the original comics. Spider-Man's always had the web gadgets. Yeah. To shoot his webs where he has to refill it with web fluid. But if you actually do your research and go back in time, Stan Lee wrote Spider-Man to have organic web fluids like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man has. And I'm glad that Sam Raimi and whoever wrote the script decided to do that version of it because that's originally how he was written. Marvel that Comics what, at the time yeah. said no, it's too it's too inappropriate to show a superhero projecting bodily fluids on other people. They're like that's too inappropriate, so they switched it to the web gadgets and the web fluids. Yeah, I mean it wasn't did. Marvel; it, it was the Comics Code of Authority. But but yeah, they, they said we we can't have the, uh, a bodily fluid coming out of a person like that. Uh, yeah, they said it was too inappropriate. Yeah, so that's the originally how he was written. I'm very glad that Toby's version, the very first live-action Spider-Man that we got, was exactly written how the very first Spider-Man that was ever written was written. You know what I mean? I like how it's yeah. a nice nod in that direction. Yeah, because and, and it's funny because people, like uh, an average asshole, would be like, that's not accurate. It's like, yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Do your research. 
be how it is in issue one, but that's how it was supposed to be. I don't hate. I don't hate that. I don't hate him just shooting him out of his hand, hands. I thought. I think it's no. cool. I, I don't really. He's also the only that. one to have a Mary Jane. Yeah. Because well, well, Holland's got Michelle Jones, not Mary Jane. Her name's yeah. Michelle Jones, and then Gwen Stacy is the other one. He's the only one to have a Mary Jane. She's MJ. (laughs) She is, but then honestly, they are different characters all in all. No, they are different. Uh, And, you know, Garfield has the the OG girlfriend in Gwen Stacy because she was before Mary Jane in the comics. Uh, That's true. He's the amazing Spider-Man, though. Yes. They went off those issues. Yeah. Yeah, well, they they fucking went. Uh, we'll get to it a little more when we get to him, but they they definitely did go off those issues because they fucking killed the poor girl too. But yeah, I think another thing about McGuire I really like, and I you might actually disagree with me on this. This is my favorite suit. The first one was actually my favorite suit, I think. I, I, I agree. As a traditional Spider-Man suit, I totally agree. Yeah. 100%. He looks fucking cool. And especially, like, some of those scenes, like, when it's ripped off, like, half of it's ripped off against fucking uh, Goblin in the rain, dude. He's sitting there. I was like, this motherfucker looks like a badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the coolest I'm shit I'm excited ever. to see Holland's red and blue suit in the next one or whenever Holland's in the next movie. Because he showed yeah. it at the end of No Way Home in that flash scene. Yeah. I'm excited to see that one in live action. Like, like a fully, not just a glimpse. We'll see how that goes. But as all and, in all, the traditional comic suit, McGuire's, I like the best. Yeah, I like it, too. I, I think it's just it, that that's Spider-Man. It just looks exact. I like Howland stuff, too, but uh, the, the techie shit to me, like, I get the whole Tony Stark connection and everything, but I think you're doing too much at that point. I, 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 no, like I mean, the, not really, because I'm not at all in awe, because Spider-Man's a scientist himself. He works he, it out. No, he is. He is, and he school. does. But he was a scientist in the comics, too, and he didn't make all that shit for himself. He he still fucking yeah. rocked the classic Maguire suit, you know? He, he's mm-hmm. he's smart, he just didn't always have to do that shit. And, like, and I understand it, it makes sense. It, it doesn't not make sense. I just, like, preference. I, I, like the, I like the OG. I don't know if I need him fucking crawling around and shit. Well, with the little robot legs on his back. Uh, another thing about McGuire is um, Toby is, out of all three Spider-Men, Toby's the only one that's able to control his emotions. Yeah. And he proved it in No Way Home. And, I mean, Starfield showed that he could grow up. And he could get over a tremendous loss and still continue on and still be a superhero with the whole statement MJ scene. But Toby's the one who really showed that he can control his emotions. Yeah. Because given all oh. the action, like, like uh, even given all through Toby's movies. Oh, for sure. I he mean... didn't mean to kill Goblin. And then when Goblin came back, he still stood in front of him and even took being stabbed by him. And stop another Spider-Man from killing him. Yeah, and then he gave, you know, Holland the greatest advice of all time. And just and him calming him down and be like, dude, this is what you gotta do. Like, that team was so impactful. Like, he was the perfect, and that's why, like, we can't forget about No Way Home when talking about Garfield and uh, 
because we think of the three as, you know, Holland's trilogy, but we can't forget that's also Toby and Andrew's movie, pretty much. It is. Like, I agree, I know but if just... you look at the three, that's, that's what I like about Toby the most, because if you look at the three, Toby's by far the most mature. He's the most. He's, he's the most intelligent, so and he has the most he the most experience of being a Spider-Man too. The only thing Holland had above everybody else is he had experience working in a team, not by himself. Yes. yes. I like what they were talking about the Avengers. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I also like how it showed that Toby's the stronger Spider-Man as well, as well, in pure physical raw strength. Because when he tried smashing the glider on top of Goblin. You could see when Holland was pushing down, trying to re- push against Toby while it, Toby was resisting. Toby wasn't even breaking a sweat, and he's just looking him dead in the eye, and he's just staring at him. You can see that Holland's arms and shit are struggling, dude. He's like, they're starting to get, like, jelly arms and shit. <laughs> Holland's yeah. just like, dude, you're not going to break. Or McGuire's like, you're not breaking me, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and you are you are right, too. Like, he... he to me, and I think that's what that movie did really well, too, and maybe it's just because he's the first and he's the oldest, but he really was the big brother of that group. And, and, yeah, definitely. And, like and, I said, he was the most experienced Spider-Man. He's the yeah. older one. Exactly. Uh, he, he he was fantastic. I mean, we do have to talk. I know you, you said bad direction, and a lot of it was bad direction. A lot of it was Venom. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Topher Grace is kind of why the fuck cast Topher Grace is Venom. A lot of it was the movie around him, but we do have to talk about Spider-Man Three a little bit, and that it did miss the mark. I honestly was just about to. I like he is the only Spider-Man to fight a Venom in live action, given how bad the role in the casting and how awful he ended up in the movie. He is still the only one to fight a Venom. Yeah, but that Venom was Eric Foreman. I know, that's what I mean. No matter how <laughs> trash the role was, he's still the only one to fight a symbiote. No, he was. I hope I just... hope Holland gets to. I really do. Well, I mean, they want him to. That's why they're like... That's why I hope the Necro Sword become... from God to Gore the God Butcher is from Null, because that would prove that the symbiotes already exist there. That would be yeah. fantastic. I mean, the, the piece of the symbiote's there now because they're like, Hardy can come over for a few minutes, but he can't stay. Yep. <laughs> so we, want the, we want the symbiote yep. to get him the fuck out of here. You can have Keaton. There was another couple other things I wanted to nod to before we get off Toby. Go ahead. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is considered to be one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Yes. And I agree with straight, that. Or him and Doc Ock. I personally well, think Spider-Man 1 is better, but I can't take anything away from Spider-Man 2. It just depends what you're into. Uh, if you like a sympathetic villain, then Doc Ock's your guy. Uh, if you like just a ruthless motherfucker, which I know you and I know your preferences, you do, <laughs> then a Green Goblin's going to be your guy, you know? So yeah. I, I don't blame... I, and I love William Defoe's performance in that movie, too. But Dr. Ock... Like, yeah. Dr. He killed Ock it. Was amazing, and his chemistry with Peter was amazing, and it even showed in No Way Home. I mean, he was a little more jokey in No Way Home than anything, but it was still was, it was still a Professor Octavius, dude. It was still how that character is. He did he still did a great job. No, oh, yeah, he did he did do a great job, uh, and 
Spider-Man was great in the second one. And after the first one, like the sequel, it had a lot of pressure, uh, but it was still a great movie. And, and a lot of that was because of his yeah. acting. Him and Mary, and when you talk about, I think a important thing to talk about with all three of these guys too is the chemistry with the chicks. Because Spider-Man, uh, he's a superhero first, and, and he kicks a lot of ass. But he really is known as that teenage kid that goes through the pro- like he's a relatable hero, and that's what they show in the movies too. Yeah. And a lot of that is him hanging out with his lady friend. Uh, and and to me, going for the young Spidey. They keep going for the young Spidey uh, because it, it's smart, uh, and I mean it, it's proven successful. And if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't need him to be uh, yeah. fifty. But exactly, he, he's. I think out of all the chemistries with the girls, I don't know if McGuire's was the best, but him and Mary Jane in, in that trilogy, they really did have a, a nice, sweet relationship. And that Spider-Man kiss, that was like, even I if think you don't know Spider-Man, you know yeah. that. Huh? Yeah, I agree. I don't I honestly think they were the best. Because like, were... it it's just Peter and Mary Jane. That's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The one that like, like, people know. You know, like Gwen Stacy, who? That's why, like, when when Garfield came out and 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 that happened with Gwen Stacy, people are like, "What the fuck? What happened to Mary Jane?" Even though Gwen was first, <laughs> you know, Gwen was first, but because you know, movies are a lot yeah. more influential than comic books. Uh, well, not if, but you know what I mean. A lot more people yeah. see them. Uh, you know, everyone thinks so, Mary okay. Jane. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say about Toby before we move on, I think we should move on after this one. Okay. Um, is I and he was one of the pioneers of like the true embodiment of a superhero role alongside Christopher Reeves as Superman. I think Toby was more of the out of everybody who's played a superhero. I think he's one of the ones who's been one of the truer embodiments of a superhero. I don't think I could disagree with you. I think I would agree with that. I think he gives people what a superhero is supposed to be. Reeves. Yeah. If you break down what a hero is supposed to be, he checks all the boxes. You know, he gives hope. He, he goes through shit, but he still perseveres. He works his ass off. You know, he obviously fights against evil and, you know, has to make the right decisions, even though it's tough. He deals with loss. He uh, he really yeah. is the definition of a hero. Which one do you want to go to after the him? Uh, we'll we'll go to the middle child. We'll go to we'll go to old uh, the the one that everyone poops out until the last year. Old um, old Brooklyn or Boston accent, dude. Old Brooklyn Boston Boston accent, buddy. Oh, Dude, when he was in, watching that again, when he was like in the elevator, I, even, I forgot which one it was from, but he's in the elevator and he's like, "Yeah, hey, OB." It's like, "What the fuck are you doing, Peter? <laughs> like, you don't talk like that." <laughs> like, he's like, "Yeah, hey, it's like, huh?" And I don't well, know. I mean, he was a good. He was a good role. I like, I enjoyed Garfield playing Spider-Man. I guess a little bit. I didn't hate it, but I didn't thoroughly enjoy it. It sucked. <laughs> the movies were terrible. You know the movies suck. I, I mean, Garfield. he was great. He I was liked good. Andrew Garfield's first movie with Lizard. I enjoyed that movie. It was good, but even 
and a lot of it isn't his fault too, because like th- those movies even have some like editing problems and, and some like choppy looking CGI and shit. So it's not even all his fault. You do, but it just felt like you're taking Spider-Man a little too dark. It, it, it kind of felt like how people reacted to Man of Steel. That's kind of how I felt about Amazing Spider-Man. I, I thought that that they're making this kid a little too sad, a little too emo. Yeah. But I like. I thought he was the most witty of all the Spider Men. He was witty, and so I did. I enjoyed him like in the role, probably the best. And, and like, like talking, when he fighting, swung on the yeah. side of the dump truck and he knocked on the window. Yeah, like that was a funny scene. He was. And I mean, like his wittiness was cool, and the whole little kid in the Spider Man suit thing was cool. But some of the shit that they would have this poor fucker do, like, like, I don't know. He was all right, but, like, it's just, it's, it, you can't really, it's hard to judge because he's the one that kind of got the shit movies. His role was made up for No Way Home. He he had a good it, part. He completely. When redeemed. I went to go see No Way Home, when me and my girlfriend went to go see it at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning on opening day. We're going to go see No Way Home. It was a packed theater. Andrew got the biggest cheer when they revealed the three Spider-Men. I was a little yeah. mind blown why Andrew got the biggest cheer. <laughs> like, fuck But no, he man. did. The theater cheered the loudest when Andrew came through the strange portal before anybody else. And yeah, the theater was full. People cheered for McGuire, but not as loud as Garfield. And like, Obviously, you're not going to cheer for Holland because it's his fucking movie. Listen, him saving Zendaya and fucking breaking down and are you okay and shit. And, like, that, that, yeah, that's that'll, what I mean. that'll bring redeemed. tears to they redeemed it. They redeemed the it. Act, the director who wrote this movie definitely was like, Sony, you fucked this character up bad. We're going to completely fix everything you fucked up in one scene. Well, okay. yes. It was that scene, but it was also a simple scene with uh, Jamie Foxx with Electro when uh, he called himself a nobody again, and he called back to that second movie. He's like, dude, you've never been a nobody. Like, I, I really like that callback. I, I like him. It's like a famous meme now, too, but he just, like, he he did show that he was a good guy. First of all, his banter with Emma Stone was like, it was awesome. Like the, those those two flirt together like made the movie sometimes, and, and Emma Stone's like such a good actress. They just had good chemistry together. I'm pretty uh, sure they had a fling in real life because of the movie, a short one. Him and I Emma Stone. Right. I think you might be right. They all hook up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cause I'm pretty sure Toby and Kirsten Dunst had a thing back in the day too. I, I'm not sure, but I think yeah, you're right. But I, we we know fucking the day and the holiday. They're still clapping. So yeah, but I don't know. That was confusing because I see Zendaya with different dudes all the time, and how I'm just like, oh, I'm just making movies, dude. No, they're together though. I don't know. I I, I don't really, I don't really care about Hollywood couples like that. Yeah, I don't I don't either. But it's like known. I'm pretty sure that they. Yeah, they were dating. I don't know if they still are, but they were. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know if they still are, but I know they were. Yeah, but uh. No, I, I thought Garfield was fine. It's just he was got put in bad situation. Like that whole hobgoblin shit, or whatever the fuck they were trying. Yeah, it with just, that nerdy kid from fucking. Yeah. Uh, what was that one fucking? 
Tom Hardy movie with that nerdy kid who played Hobgoblin and uh, Lawless, I think. Yeah, it might be Lawless. But in with Tom Hardy, the nerdy kid, and he was the handicapped kid. Yeah, Lawless. Lawless, I think, was the movie. Yeah, with Tom Hardy, and then there was Howard, Howard the crazy brother, and then yeah, that was a, that was that was a fantastic movie. But but, but like they should not have used the handicapped kid from that movie and put him as the hobgoblin in a Spider-Man movie, dude. That was a horrible fucking choice. No, they fucking should. And tell me if I'm missing something here. But why the fuck? Like, how did he know him from before? Because he, like, broke into Oscorp, and they, he was fucking with his, like, dad and shit, and, like, it never came up that he was, like, best friends with the son? Like, am I, I missing don't, something? I don't know. You know, I mean, you do, you know the character more than, but, like, that was the one thing from one to two that I was like, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck are these two, like, been homies forever, but his dad fucking hated them in the last movie? They didn't remember him from fucking, like, Taco Night or I anything? I think there's other iterations of Hobgoblin where he's not Osborne's child. Oh, yeah. The the OG Hobgoblin isn't. I know that. That's what I mean, though. So I feel like that's why they weren't, like, the childhood best friends. I don't really know. I don't know what they were going That part with. didn't make sense. It was just a, a terrible role all in all. And I'm also another thing. I'm really glad they revamped Jamie Foxx as Electro in the No Way Home. They did. They made Jamie Foxx as Electro the way Electro should have been the first one sometimes. Well, yeah, and he like his electricity was the right color and not blue for some reason. Yeah, it was exactly. And like when he had so much electricity in his body, dude, that mask came up, that lightning bolt mask. Like that was awesome. Yeah. Glad they showed that too. Yeah, the the. He did good. It was they they redeemed everything. Garfield got redeemed, but even I think he will go down as like the Val Kilmer of the Spider Man. He like a lot of people might think of him as the Clooney, but he's really like the Kilmer. He was like he was actually pretty good when you look at it. Like they might have had some he, ass around. He wasn't him, there. He's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy him, and I, I know people... Rhino was that. a terrible, another terrible role. Who? Rhino. Paul Giamatti's Rhino. He's oh, a Russian prisoner in a fucking metal, metal, mecha, metal mecha suit. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that was. started, dude. And I like Rhino. That's actually one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. I like Rhino, too. He's a badass fucking Spider-Man villain, dude, and they completely butchered him. Giamatti's just in a fucking mech yelling. Shit was stupid. (laughs) There was a couple (laughs) things just like, like, I don't know. And I'm glad they didn't make a third one with it, but they still want to. They're still talking about making a third one with Garfield. I've been seeing that. that? I've been seeing reports of a a Forrest McGuire Spider-Man movie. Um, I don't know. I hope so. I mean... If they made Garfield, I wouldn't give him another Spider-Man movie. I would include him in the next Venom movie. I agree. I think that's a good Cause way if to they're, go. Because if Sony's doing if they're going to keep the rights to Venom for some fucking reason, and they're going to keep making these Venom movies, and it looks like they're doing the, the, the 
like the hero version of Venom, they're going to do Team Venom, and Spider-Man is one of those people, so like they should just use Garfield for Team Venom for the Sony universe. Yeah, I mean, they're using Michael Keaton, so they might as well. I, I, I'd be fine with it. I, I, I like I like Garfield, man. He he, he did his best. <laughs> One thing about like, Garfield I didn't like a lot. Yeah. I didn't like his eyes a lot in this, on his suit. His eyes on his Spider-Man mask. They yeah. look goofy as fuck. <laughs> fuck to me, dude. Uh, yeah, to me, that's like the worst suit, too. It just looks a little off. It looks Inside. like a red and blue grasshopper in that movie. Yeah. But it, he's still... He's still... <coughs> like you said, I really liked the one-liners when he was fighting. I think that was probably... Yeah, the he was the witty. I think he was, of all three of them, he was by far the wittier one. Yeah. Andrew? He was funny. Yeah. He was very witty. And at the end of the day, that's what Peter's supposed to be. So he hit that trait really well. And he hits it kind of yeah. hopeless romantic pretty well as well. Uh, yeah. Do you got any more on Garfield or? Um, not really too much. Like I, yeah. we talked about his role in No Way Home. Can make him to come back and, you know, be more of an established character. Dude, he tried to and like, if they're going to continue with him. I mean, yeah. they can. Like I said, if they're going to continue with them, they should do it with the Venom movies. That's what I would do. Yeah, and, and you gotta, and that's another one. Like the, I think that first one gets shit on unfairly because the second one wasn't that good. But the first one was actually not that bad, and the lizard and his confrontation with the lizard was pretty cool. Uh, the second one was kind of a reach, but the first one actually was not that bad. So. Gar- That's Garfield. what I mean. I kind of enjoyed the first Garfield movie because of him and Lizard. That was a good. That was a solid movie. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily think... great, but it wasn't a dog shit movie. Number two no. was when they they just killed it, dude. They were like, "Man, we had a halfway decent movie the first time. Let's completely just not even at the bottom of the barrel, dude. You're six feet underneath the barrel." They were just doing too much, too. You can't kill Emma Stone till the third one. <laughs> to me, that's just like you don't kill her in the sequel. No. And, like, they don't, they shouldn't have killed her like that. No. They shouldn't have. She was one of the best parts of those movies. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they had good chemistry. Let's move on to Holland. Uh, I haven't even ranked any of these yet. <laughs> you, you said that McGuire was your first. But, uh, Holland... Garfield was my three, so obviously Holland's number two. Me. Holland's your number two, and I'm going to give you a switch up here. And Tom Holland is my number one favorite Spider-Man. Uh, mainly because, to me, I feel like what you said about Maguire, I feel like that about Holland. To me, Holland is fucking Peter Parker ripped right off the page. That's you know Stan Lee's original idea for him. But Besides the whole web shooter thing, I, I think just... Like, when I think of what Peter Parker's supposed to look like, and I guess these, all these guys kind of look... I mean, they're all white teenage dudes, but still. Uh, Tom Holland, he just... 
that's Peter Parker to me. He's a little, he's he's an idiot. Well, no, he's not an idiot. He's a fucking genius. But he, he's a he's a little immature. Like he's he's a young kid, and he's just fucking like he's a sweet kid. He's got a good heart, but he's just this young fucking kid that's figuring shit out. And he's also battling yeah. against world level threats. And also Tom Holland. It's not really fair because he's like he has his own trilogy, but he's also like fucking. He stole Civil War, which is it's hard to steal an ensemble superhero movie, and he kind of like he he was the best part of that movie. He he was amazing in uh, Infinity War, and his like him like disappearing made it legit. Like Even the snap, Endgame, he was cool. You don't give a fuck about the snap if you don't see Holland disappear. That that Holland made feel that so snap. good, Mister Stark. Yeah. That was like, oh shit, that Spider-Man's dead. <laughs> Even though, like, we all know he's coming back. To, oh shit, Spider-Man's fucking gone. Can't do that. So, in Endgame, yeah. you know, he's just he's got to really fight these multiversal threats. I, I mean, now the other two have too, but he's fought probably the biggest threats. I guess you would say. Who who would you say is uh, McGuire's biggest threat? Maybe Sandman. If we're talking power level, Sam or Venom. Doc Ock, because of the machine he made in the movie. Did you, not, did you watch that movie? He made the fucking the reactor that has the power of the sun, dude. No, yeah, but I, I don't know if he's more powerful than Venom. Doc I Ock? mean, with the, with the machine, yeah. Doc Ock on his own. Doc, he's a motherfucker, dude. He is a motherfucker. Uh, he he did do some crazy but shit. I agree. Holland definitely has the better villains. He definitely faces the harder villains. If it yeah, wasn't for fucking stupid, that's what that's what I mean. More global. Yeah, you you do have a point with uh because Holland's not reaction. the Spider-Man. Like it's like how you have like the Batman in Gotham and the Batman in the Justice League. It's the same thing for Spider-Man. You got Spider-Man in the arc, and then you got Spider-Man with the Avengers around the world doing shit. Yeah. And he just, you know fight, I mean? he just fights these big fucking level threats. To even like he does. In a way. If it wasn't for fucking Star-Lord, dude, like Spidey would have ripped the gauntlet right out of Thanos' <laughs> hand by himself, dude. If it wasn't for fucking Star-Lord. That son of a bitch, Chris Pratt. A literal, like, 16-year-old kid was about to overthrow Thanos and take the gauntlet right off his hand, but Star-Lord had to fuck shit up. Star-Lord is a fucking asshole. But... <laughs> Toby Maguire, <laughs> not Toby, Tom Holland, he he did almost have that motherfucker, and we we talk about it all the time. It's one of my favorite scenes when he bitched out. I think it was in Civil War too when he bitched out uh, Anthony Mackie and fucking yeah, <laughs> Bucky. Too. That's one of my favorite Holland scenes. Because everybody's always like, dude, nobody could beat Falcon and Bucky. They're the G's. I'm like, do you not remember when Spidey literally walked the two of them when he was fucking brand new to even being Spider-Man? He just fucked him up like it was nothing. He just showed up and walked and it's two established Avengers. Like, yeah, you guys are something. Now, while we're on Holland, what do you think about the choice to make Tony Stark like a father figure? Or a mentor. More mentor than father. Um, what do you think about that? Because it's a very kind of deliberate choice. It is, but I feel they switched that direction in the way home. They did, but you also got three... Like, well, the only reason why I say that is because May died. But May is the one who relayed the, the what comes with great power comes great responsibility. 
she's yeah. the one who relayed that message to Peter. He didn't. He didn't have an Uncle Ben in his universe. So yeah, Tony was his his father figure. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of in a way. But I feel like since May said that to him, you could see in his facial features and the, the fact that she died right there that he's a changed man now. He's different. Oh yeah. I feel like May's more of the father figure in, in this Peter Parker's life than, than Tony Stark is. At least in, at, within the point of the MCU that we're in right now. No, he, for sure. But I just mean like as a mentor for that. Because like that first movie, Tony Stark's like, a, he's a supporting character in that first movie. Uh, he is, but I don't know. He kind of held, he held Spidey back, you know what I mean? Did he? I he feel like him, he did, because he didn't he want Spider-Man to do a lot of shit. He did, but I don't know. I feel like Spider-Man, yeah, he, he would have been fine. He would have been more. Yeah, like, Spidey's, like, he's got the spider senses, but he's not one of those characters you really have to throw down the let train like that, because the spider senses kind of do it all for him. He thought he was doing what was best for the kid. <laughs> I mean, I get what Tony was doing, but he was doing way too much of a Batman and Robin kind of thing with with him and Spider-Man, and I didn't really enjoy that aspect of it too much. Yeah. I I did like the two's chemistry, though. I did. Like, that was cool. I I like more of the fact that Holland's replacing the role of Iron Man in the universe more more or less than Tony being his father figure. Yeah, I mean, I said father, I, I'd say more mentor. He was his mentor more than a father figure. But he still brought him up in the game, pretty much, and said... Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland's yeah, also the youngest to play all of them, too, because you know, Garfield and McGuire, they're both seniors in high school, and Holland's first movie, he's a freshman, I think, isn't he? Yeah. He is a freshie. It also, like, statistically age, he, he's obviously the youngest. He has world. the worst Flash Thompson. That, like, Indian or, like, Bangladesh kid, whatever race that kid is, and, like, whatever, like, that kid is. Like, Ned? I don't know why that's what they decided to go. No, not Ned. The other oh. one that's always, like, I'm Spider-Man's best friend. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. one with who wrote the book. That's Flash Thompson. That's Flash Thompson? That's Flash Thompson. I didn't even connect to that. I thought that was just some weird fucking he, Yeah, like, literally, yeah, that's Flash Thompson, dude. I don't know why. Like, that's the worst Flash Thompson adaption I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why in the hell they did that. I thought you were talking shit and like about this whole... Ned for a second. No, Ned's a G, dude, but Ooh, with the whole yeah. direction they might go with, with Ned being Hobgoblin, I'm not understanding that aspect at all. I don't think they're going to actually do it. I think... I feel like Ned's gonna be one of like the new monk people. I feel like he's gonna be the new Wong. He should be the new Wong. Uh, what do you think of Holland and Zendaya's chemistry? I think it's perfect. Yeah. Equal par with Kirsten Dunst and Toby. They're both good actors. They definitely are. And was they had known exactly where Peter was hiding out at, and they couldn't find him. Even though now she doesn't remember his ass. They're going to fix that. Especially Peter who? 
That was another point thing, thing I put from Holland, too. Like, I feel he's going to be the first Spider-Man to have a franchise, not a trilogy. He you already he has the most dubbed? appearances in Spider-Man. No, I think Holland should get at least two more movies. I don't know if I go two more. They low-key set up the Sinister Six, which they should have they should have done. So they can still do that. Especially with, was, the, like, I want to see Holland face the Venom, dude. Yeah. No, he should do be... some more Avengers shit. There's a whole fucking cartoon and comic book series about the, the Ultimate Spider-Man where he does shit with the Avengers. I'd like to see Holland stick around for a while, dude. He stuck around for quite a while, Baba. He came in mid-MCU. Yeah, but it was still like 2014. 2016 is when Civil War came out. He's been Spider-Man for six years. That's a while, bro. He was Spider-Man when he graduated high school. He's the young kid. Six years is a damn good run. And he had three movies and fucking three other appearances. I think it's time to hang the boots up and give Miles Morales a movie. That's a hot take. Uh, I think they should give Peter a couple more and then switch it to Miles. I'm not disagreeing that they should switch it to Miles, but they need to give Holland a, at least a couple more movies. Who he's their he money maker, at? first of all. He's definitely like their money maker. Who, Holland? Yeah. I think they should do a Holland and Venom movie. They, they showed Venom, they had the Venom grew in the universe. They should elaborate on that and bring Venom out. And like I said, if, if Gore has the Necro Sword. Then you gotta yeah. do. Then, then the symbiote exists, dude. That means Noel's. That means Noel's real. Noel's the symbiote god. Well, I think they should bring back uh, Paul Giamatti's Rhino. I, I know they should do a Rhino too, but not that fucking Rhino, dude. <laughs> okay. They should do like Brock Lesnar and CGI on the fuck out. That'd be fire. That'd be fucking fire, dude. <laughs> That would Life be really in the cool. MCU, bro. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking badass. I'd talk with it. But then he's got to fight Drax at some point, just so we can get Batista roster. Drax is done, though, dude. This is his last. Guardian 3, Drax is supposed to die. Yeah, I think they're probably all going to be done after that. Not dead, but... Yeah. I don't know what more Chris Pratt we'll see what happens, do. dude. I don't know. I really, I hope, and I think Tom Holland should definitely get another movie. At least, at least two more. And five movies for him. Five films. Yep. It's a lot of cinema, Baba. But now, like, what do you do with, like, Zendaya? Does he re-meet her? Um... My originally watched the movie, I had a crazy theory about it. I don't really remember what it was too much now at this point. But you think somehow they could remember him? I'm guessing. I feel like once Loki and everything for this phase of the Marvel movies works out, I feel like they're going to correct the timeline order. Kind of like a reboot, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like crisis event kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I feel like yeah. they're gonna do something along those lines, and they're gonna end up having they're gonna restore the timeline back to what it should be. 
And that's when the memories are going to come back. And Tom will get his, his MJ back. Maybe. That is a crazy theory. I don't think Marvel's going to reboot, though, anytime soon. I said like, something like a reboot, like a crisis type event. Maybe not like an actual reboot where they start just using everybody different, but like a crisis type event where they have to restore a timeline. No, absolutely. They could could do a lot of different things, dude. People are creative nowadays, so... And they have a room full of people who just do this shit for a living, so they could definitely come up with something interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit. I mean, Spider-Man's always going to... Like you said, he's the moneymaker. He's the most valuable asset that Marvel Studios has. There's not... I mean... And you got X-Men, you got fucking... The Fanta- well, Fantastic Four hasn't really proven that successful, but you got movie-wise only, at least now. Yeah, I mean, I, even those movies I think made some money, but the fucking you've had some big, big like big, you got big properties. You got Iron Man, you got Hulk, you got these big and Spider-Man beats them all. Spider-Man's always gonna make more money. Fucking No Way Home made so much more money. Like fucking brought people back to the movies after the pandemic. Almost like Spider-Man. Yep. Makes a lot of cash. So, they'll make them. They'll keep, if they cast another kid, or they'll keep making them. There's more Spider-Man ideas. I'm sure they'll keep going with them. Uh, my official, official ranking would probably be Holland, McGuire, Garfield. I'm a little different. I went McGuire, Holland, Garfield. Poor Andrew. But we agree he got redeemed. Andrew's the shit. He did, but and like I said, there's only three people to base it on, and he's not in last because he was shitty. He's just in last, unfortunately, because there was only three. And of yeah. the three, he was he had the worst movies, so yeah. therefore he wasn't able to play a good Spider-Man because he was directed badly. Yeah, but he still he, he still did a pretty damn good job in the role. So, uh, before uh, we get into uh, some plugs and stuff, you wanna. Tell the good people what we're doing next week, Bobo. Uh, one of my favorite movies. We're going to do a full review and discuss some potential possibilities, what could happen afterwards of the Todd Phillips solo Joker movie with my boy yes. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin for the win. Uh, we're we our first review here on the Web Cave. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the infamous movie from 2019, fucking broke a billion. Uh, what? I mean, Phoenix's Joker's. I mean, he's one of your favorite things ever. So I, I can't wait to watch it back this week and talk about it. It was a lot of fun watching yep. Spider Man again. So I'm excited to watch the Joker talk about it. We'll also be talking about does it need a sequel and should it get one? Because uh, that seems to be a point of contention on the internet. So. Uh, we're we're going to be talking about all that and more, uh, and we'll see everybody next time on the web cave. Yep. See you guys later.
And just to let everybody know, uh, for the Everything Unscripted Network, to check out the Dirt Sheet Dudes every Wednesday and Saturday after AEW on Wednesday and uh, on Saturday for the Hollywood Hangout. Make sure to check out Unscripted Wrestling, 6.30 on Fridays, Unscripted Unlimited on Saturdays at 7 p.m., and the Stabcast, Sundays at 3 p.m. Thank you for supporting the network. And, uh, of course, check out the Web Cave here Monday at 7 at seven, and uh, the Old School Wrestling Facebook group, Stabcast Facebook group, wherever you're, uh, you can find our podcast, you can find the whole network. Uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, see everybody next time. In the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Shake it, shake it. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 